The object of Taxi Chronicles to sell our real riders with real stories, share their experience, and enhance your life. So sit back and enjoy the journey. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode, another rider. Today we have an entrepreneur in the house. He's uh, He's got his co-founder and they have a women's jewelry <laughs> business. Uh, what's your name and what's yes. the name of the business? My name's Matt and the business is uh, Ventia Kalani. Okay, it sounds uh, very... Do you want to say quiet? Yeah, yeah, okay. it's a bit of a, an Italian flair going on there. Okay. With my good friend Reese. Why did you start, why did you, how did you come up with the idea and why jury? Do you know what it was? It was, we were both going through a breakup. It was a very hard time for us. And we were, we were kind of lost, you know, we were, we were stuck in our jobs and we, we thought we want more from life. And, you know, we kind of realized that the, way, the only way we we're going to get out of what we're doing right now is to, you know, start a, like a side hustle. So we started it, we, we created the brand, got the name, created a website, you know, found a supplier, spent weeks and weeks and weeks trying to find the right stock. Finally got it, shipped it over, and yeah, now we're, we're in full swing, so. Is it gold, silver, diamond? I mean, it's gold and silver pendants. But again, you know, as time goes on, it might become customizable, you know, things might change in the future. But the minute it's about building the foundations and we're learning a lot on the way as well, which is really good. Yeah, we, we, we're young guys, we're both 26. So we're just trying to learn things along the way. So yeah, it's good. It talk, is good. Talk us through the journey of what it was like setting up the business and from thinking of the name to yeah, finding sure, a supplier. Sure. It was difficult at first. And you know, to anyone listening, the name really doesn't mean anything. You know, the name and the brand itself is irrelevant. As long as the brand is, is a good brand and you've got good foundations and you can build a community around it, the, the brand name really is it's irrelevant, you know? Look at some of the biggest brands out there, some of their names, you think, how would you come up with that? But the community around it and the brand itself is what makes the brand. It was tough at first because we wanted to, you know, we were kind of new into the e-commerce, e-commerce business and we were trying to, we were trying to make it sound really cool. We spent weeks and weeks trying to find the name and suddenly it just come to me. You know, I just thought Ventia Kalani. Do you know what? It means absolutely nothing as well. Like there's no meaning behind it. It just sounds cool. So we started the business and, and that was it really, kind of full steam ahead. Okay. So you you found a name. Yep. Now you said you spoke about you find a supplier. Where's your what country is your supplier? Yeah in? so the the obvious is China. We looked on you know, AliExpress, Alibaba. I actually, I didn't launch it in the end, but about two years ago, I created a watch company. I spent months and months designing watches, finally found a supplier, and then got them shipped over, and they were amazing, really nice watches, what, and I actually cont contacted what, that same supplier. What were the watches priced at? The watches, they were actually priced at $89.99. They were sapphire glass, they were really cool. The company was Perspective Watches. It's a really cool brand, but you know the the actual the capital to start it was about fifteen thousand pounds, and at the time I just I didn't have the money, so I couldn't I couldn't pursue it. Whereas jewelry, it's a very very different ball game. To actually make the jewelry and and get it shipped over, it's it's, it's a hell of a lot cheaper compared to watches. I mean, to make one watch, it was around about twenty five dollars, which is a lot of money. That's just for one watch. Whereas and then you've got tax, VAT, exactly tax, shipping costs, and 
even yeah. advertising. Advertising now is is expensive nowadays. And Paid can, advertising. Yeah, and you can box jewelry up here. That's it. So you can so do you it could yourself. Just say, they send you a bag of a hundred pendants. Exactly that. The exactly. same weight of a watch. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I would say this to you. Yeah. You can still do that watch thing. Because that will can, can combine in with the jury. Of course, on. look, we've we, we've had this conversation before. You know, we want to branch out into different avenues, create sister companies, matching jury or pendants That's it. with the watches. Isn't no, it? exactly. But the thing at the minute, it's more about the journey and learning, and trying to gather as much information as possible. How do you go about that? Do you know what? It's, it is really tough, and people. If it was easy. Everyone would do it. Let's be honest. Like it's it's not a it's not an easy thing to do, creating a brand and you know designing different pieces and then figuring out how you're going to market market the company. It's difficult because you know there's so many companies out there and it's such a saturated market nowadays that you've you've got to do something to stand out. So it is tough. It is tough. But that you know you have to learn to love it. Otherwise you, you're never going to make it. You're going to end up quitting. 95% of brands end up quitting, which is why they don't make it. Mm, I say it's, what is it, two out of, uh, what, 98 out of 100 yep. businesses fail within the first two years. That's it, and I, I, do you know what, I'll be honest, I, for me, it's purely because there's no consistency or drive, and people give up because they don't see results in the first, you know, five months, mm -hmm. but, you know, it's, it takes a while to create a long-term business. It can take years and years and years. But when you reach that point, you know, it's, you'll look back and you'll be thankful. Yeah, okay, okay. How easy was it sourcing the suppliers? That's what I'm interested in. Because you go on Alibaba, you see loads yeah. of people. You've yeah. got their, diff their rating systems, their yeah. approval systems. That's it, so you, you know, when you're on Alibaba, you want to look for like three years plus trade assurance. It's difficult because of the language barrier that you have with people over there. It is, it's tough to kind of let them know what you're looking at, what you're looking for, what sort of pendants you want. It's a difficult, difficult game, but when you, when you find the right supplier, you, you, know, you know that's the one. And they can be really good. I mean, the supplier we had was brilliant. They sent the items out. It took 12 days to arrive from China. So it was good. But yeah, a difficult game because the, you know, the language barrier is so hard. But, but you'll find the right person. Nowadays, everybody's, most businesses or people have, speak English. Yeah, yeah. And you have these apps that translate directly. That's it, that's it, that's it. So we went directly to Alibaba. So we literally went on there, we found a supplier and we messaged them on there. You never um, flew out there at all? No, never flew out there. I mean, we've, we've, we spoke about it. That might happen in the future. When we get, you know, when, when the company starts to grow, we'll definitely look at, not even just China, you know, outsourcing to somewhere else because, you know, yes, China's, you know, the, the, the common one for, for jewellery and most things, but other countries do, you know, they manufacture some amazing stuff. So yeah, The ironic thing is that their materials probably came from Africa. Yeah, yeah, and true. And labour is cheaper in Africa than it is in exactly China. Exactly that, exactly yeah. that. So, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I hear it saying. Yeah. So your company's already launched. Is it's that already right? launched. Yeah. So how's it doing on the sense of sales? So we we only actually launched about four days ago now. Okay. Reason for that was because, and this is what people don't see, they don't see the behind the scenes of creating a company. Our uh, advertise. So we 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 advertised on TikTok, which is like a massive massive platform, and our ad account was disapproved. Why? 
due to us not having a business license, okay. which is essentially like registering a company on yeah, company's company house, house. Yeah, company getting house. a business license number and then putting it in. So we've done it all now, we've, we've sorted it all, but they're the kind of hurdles that you come across. That you're learning. That you learn, exactly. We, you know, we had no idea. And we're not we're not corporate people, we're just two guys working in, I work in sales, he, he works in mortgages, so we're not, you know, corporate London, business-minded people, but we, we just know that we, this is what we want to do. You know, we'd love to work from our laptops and be able to travel and not have to work for anyone else and that's kind of the dream so mm -hmm. that's kind of where we're working towards okay that's that's really really good mm. if you could do knowing what you know now yeah if there's anything you could do differently what would that be oh it's a good question do you know what i'll be honest there's there's nothing i would do differently purely purely because i've learned so much with the mistakes we've made the issues we've come across, even like, you know, as, as we mentioned earlier, I had a conversation about relationships. There's so much you learn. I would never go back and change it. I just wouldn't because if I was to go back and change something, I might not know what I know now. And I think that's so valuable to have the knowledge I've got now and the experiences I, you know, that I've had. So you're referring to the butterfly effect? Exactly that, spot on. I was just about to say the butterfly effect is so okay. important. You're very, you sound very entrepreneurial. Yeah. Where does that spirit come from? I'm not from a very rich background uh, at all, actually, for that matter. In my job, I think this is where it comes from. My job is um, it's commission based. So the more you put in, the more you get out. And that's kind of how I see, you know, the entrepreneur world. The more you put in, the more you get out. You know, we, we me and, me and Reese, we, we're both the same. We, we both know that if we want the most out of life, you're not going to get that from working a nine to five working for someone else it's just not gonna happen and when you really realize that and you know in your head you think fuck I need to do something that's when that's where it all kind of started because mm -hmm. you think this is this is the way to go you can build something for yourself and be proud of something that you've built whereas at work yeah you know I might do well at work but I'm making money for someone else who's sitting above me I'm just a minion really you know I'm, I'm replaceable I'm just a number for the company and that doesn't sit right in my head, you know, going to work and working for someone else for the rest of my life, I just, I can't do it. And it's a shame that it's taken me to 26 to really realise it. You know, I think 26 is not young, it's not old, but... No, I don't, you know what, I, I don't, I hear what you're saying, Yeah. I don't necessarily see it like, till you're, till yeah, 26. Yeah, no, fair enough, yeah. Because I have a son who's 26. Okay. And he's just done the family thing and he's a regular nine to five. Yeah. And I admire what you do. Obviously, I admire my son and his Yeah, no, of course. But I admire, and I don't, I think, you know, the biologically, the decision-making part of the brain doesn't fully develop to the age of 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 26, you've had some kind of life experience. Of course. And you're kind of good to go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's more important, I would say. Do you know say. what? I, I agree with you. And I think, honestly, and do you know what? The only reason I say this is because I've had that big breakup for seven years, before then, I was I was happy. My nine to five, mm -hmm. I was really happy with my life. I really was. It was only when you have that big change in your life, you think, okay, let's try something else. Mm -hmm. Okay. But yeah, look, it's tough, but... But we've come to the end of the journey. Yeah, perfect. Thanks a lot for no, that. We wish you. you well. And to the listeners out there, do not forget to listen to our, our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where we talk about...
to real investors from around the world who've invested in Africa and they share their experience. Have a nice day. We hope that episode enhanced your life. We post an interview every day as well as vlogging on our social media channel. Don't forget to subscribe to get our latest episode.